everybody, welcome to Project Rusty, where we take a break from playing video games to play with the news. I'm Robert, and I'm joined here by Austin. Hey. Mike. Sup? And our guest this week, Brennan. Howdy. And y'all know what we do here every week. We kind of shoot the shit. We talk about weird stuff that happens in and around video games. I want to toss the ball first to our guest, Brennan. What have you got? So... I'm going to run you through this, how I found it. So I found a headline today that said new Anthem survey discovers over half the player base at launch has already quit the game for good. Perfect. I was kind of shocked by that, honestly. And I read through and it's by Games Radar and halfway through they go, uh, the survey conducted by a fellow Anthem player called Syntax the Great received over a thousand responses. So like, let me read you some of these questions and some of these percentages. Have you played Anthem for longer than an hour? 98% said yes. So they're all experienced. (laughs) 2% haven't. (laughs) They just dropped it right in them there. I was about to say 2% got 20 minutes and were like, fuck this shit, just left. (laughs) Um, Most of the player base had played some kind of shooter game. Um, uh, Are you in a clan or guild? 88.3% said no. Um... how would you rate the com- community based on toxicity? There's like one, two, three, four, and five. Majority of them said three. A lot of people said that they did not like the customization or the, yeah, the customization or the uh, current loot system. 56% of them gave the rating a one out of five, and 53% Ooh. had said that they had already quit the game for good. Oh, I'm God. actually surprised it's only that because. <laughs> Like, well, I guess the people who are taking this survey are probably pretty passionate about the game. So mm-hmm. maybe it's a little skewed, but like, I feel like it should be in the 80s or something. Even there's just nothing to do. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I think it's probably pretty skewed because let's be honest. How many people who really have given up on Anthem care enough about it to still answer a survey about yeah. Anthem? That's why I, at first I was like, I was reading this, I was like, that's a really bold claim to make. And then I read that it was a survey, but, and I don't know exactly, it doesn't say where he made the survey. So like, I don't know, you can't totally discount the whole hive mind thing, but it, I don't know. I, part of me kind of believes these numbers and an ex, to an extent, I mean, out of the thousand people, it's not wholly representative of the whole group, but like, I don't know. I, I feel like. Like Austin said, there's nothing to do. I feel like there was no real end game content to hold anyone in. Yeah, it just kind of comes off as this game where uh, not that many people are playing it and the people who did play it have probably dropped it for the most part. It, I think it's kind of a telltale sign when your subreddit kind of consistently has posts about let's protest our game. Let's <laughs> hate on this game. Oof. Guys, this part of this game sucks. Like... You know, there's a di- there's a difference between criti- criticizing the thing you love, and you're just here to hate. I go to that subreddit just for entertainment. It's good. To- <laughs> it's good toilet reading. Yeah, it's good it's- <laughs> I-, I just I sit there, read the stories, go, hmm. and then I move on, and I'm entertained <laughs> by the shit show that it is. Kind of as an offshoot. Apparently, they're hiring a senior loot designer, which is something right, yeah. what, is, either, what does that mean? Somebody <laughs> either quit or 
they just didn't have one to begin with. I don't really know. Well, here's my question. What does your resume look like if you are <laughs> eligible to be a senior loot designer? <laughs> like, what do you have on your resume, on your CV for that? Oh, my gosh. Probably worked on Borderlands or some shit. Yeah, Diablo. Diablo. Yeah, but who wants to go to Anthem? <laughs> what, what's your highest that? achievement? I made a really cool gun once in Borderlands. <laughs> it uh, It talked. <laughs> Oh god, I know the gun you're talking about. If the you bane. are talking about a specific gun, I hate it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't know. This whole anthem thing is real, real wonky. And I, I've always believed in that idea of. I don't know how many uh, subreddits you guys follow where it's like about the a game specifically, but every now and then I always see people from clearly from outside of the subreddit come in and are asking like, "Hey, would you guys recommend this game?" Like I recently saw it on um, our Ace Attorney. Like, hey guys, I saw the trilogy came out. Would you guys recommend this game? And it's like, you're coming into a subreddit <laughs> that's literally about the game for people to be enthusiasts about the game, and you're asking them if they'd recommend it. And I always thought it'd be a hard and fast rule 100% of the time the subreddit's going to recommend it. I think Anthem breaks the rule. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair to say completely. It's kind yeah. of ridiculous when you point it out like that, though. Yeah, it's just really sad to see. It is. Just, Did you guys read the the Jason Schreier piece? Mm, that that was thing was wild. Yeah, crazy. I just I worry about Bioware. I really do, because that studio has made good games. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that, that's kind of the thing that just disappoints me is they have made good games before, and now they're putting out shit like Anthem. Yeah, and Andromeda to an extent. Yeah, and Dragon Age Four sounds like it's not doing too well. Oh I, man, I'm 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 real I'm so hesitant about that now after reading about all of this. I feel like it's hard not to be. Yeah, did you guys actually read? Um, Jason Schreier followed up that Anthem article the week after with one about Dragon Age 4. Mm-hmm. And I did not read that, no. It's, so apparently they had a prototype before that was like, everyone who was working on it was super excited, like, oh yeah, this is going to be a cool story, cool mechanics, etc. Then they had to can it, and now this new one they're working on, everyone's like, I hate my life. I hate that I'm working on this. This sucks. So basically <laughs> Anthem, because it seemed like that's kind of what happened. Kinda, yeah. Oof. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm scared, and I like Dragon Age. I wish I wish this isn't how we'd be talking about it in 2019. Yeah, seriously. Well, to uh, uh, to cheer us up, I kind of want to uh, bring up my story because it's very EA adjacent, and I feel like uh, this is a good time as any to bring it up. So you guys have seen the uh, trailer for Jedi Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty cool, and I love how a majority of the marketing for it right now is, <laughs> guys. There's no season pass, <laughs> no DLC, no micro- Guys, this may be from EA, but we're not going to EA it this time, guys. They've become yeah. self-aware. <laughs> Some What's alternate sad? timeline. What's sad is when I read that, I was actually excited. 
See, and that's the sad thing, right? Is that you shouldn't be excited about that. Like, if they marketed God of War for PS4 last year and they were like, guys, don't worry, there's going to be no microtransactions, you'd be like, well, of course. But here with EA, it's like, oh, thank God. It's funny because, like, they made the problem with their last Battlefront game. Like, they were the ones that created it and then they tried to make a fix and then say, like, oh, well, like, applaud us. We fixed it. It's like they were the ones who caused the problem with the loot boxes and the microtransactions. We've I don't saved video games. <laughs> but my favorite plan all along. My favorite thing about this whole you know story about Jedi Fallen Order. So when they first announced it, that's when they said no microtransactions and no um uh you know other kinds of monetization they did not specifically say no dlc so someone tweeted at them yesterday on monday and i just want to i just want to give this person a shout out because their twitter handle is perfect it's palpa memes (laughs) like (laughs) emperor palpa memes (laughs) that's good yeah that's great he tweeted at uh one of ea's uh senior um community managers and asked about dlc and that's when they confirmed like yeah there's no plans for dlc quote we want to release a strong self-contained story that's the priority what a wild concept see i've never heard of that before same (laughs) i was on i was browsing reddit before and i saw an article before and the headline was something like no uh the star wars game will not be a stealth game and i was like okay Okay. I was, thank you for that. I guess you just kind of explained it in the headline, but I wasn't thinking that it was. But thank you. I thought it was going to be like Force Unleashed Three. Like, is that how you guys are envisioning this? I'm envisioning this as like the spiritual successor to Force Unleashed. That's that's the way I'm seeing it. Yeah. yeah so I just hope know? it's like Dark Souls. See, okay, so that's the thing, right? Is I'm a little confused because they've kind of talked about how the combat is a little soulsy. Yeah, they did. <laughs> like they've taken uh you know inspiration from it. Same with Sekiro. So in my head, I'm imagining like uh if you've played Sekiro, parrying would be like what you do when someone shoots a laser at you, and then you you know you do the classic lightsaber parry away the the shot. That'd be so cool. <laughs> right? <laughs> I feel like Sekiro needs a, a Star Wars skin knife. <laughs> I'd play that. Hmm. Don't they have, um, I, I feel like they'd have a mod for that by now. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? The, the modding scene's still pretty early. Give it yeah. time. There True. are a few mod packages, but yeah. Just give it some time for some more not mods. Yeah, but no, I'm I mean, I'm not a big Star Wars fan to begin with, but I really, really hope Jedi Fallen Order turns out to be good. Mm. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Only, I think the uh, God of War designer or like um, Stig. Um, yeah, he's working on it. So he, he might. was the director for three God of War three. So it's promising, you know? Yeah. Hmm. So fingers crossed. I um I don't know, I just I still can't shake that feeling of like it's still EA. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. healthy some some healthy skepticism is okay here. Yeah. You know? 
like my my biggest yeah my biggest source of skepticism is the fact that this game is uh seven months away and they seem a little cagey about showing off gameplay Mm. yeah i wonder when we're gonna get the ea e3 yeah geez yeah like i was kind of i was (laughs) i was kind of hoping for a little bit at the end of the trailer but because i'm not a big fan of just all cinematics like it's cool and flashy but whatever you know like it doesn't tell you what the game looks like yeah it doesn't tell you how it feels or plays you know mm. yeah it was all the same way about death stranding for a while yeah <laughs> i mean even though it's all an engine i mean do you remember the watchdogs e3 presentation like in 2014 15 yeah, yeah you know what yeah. maybe i should bite my tongue there because <laughs> <laughs> well classic example anthem as well yeah um, yeah, yeah. And I mean, this is an extreme example, but there's technically nothing stopping them from running it all in engine at like 8K and it could run like absolute horse piss, like (laughs) one frame a minute. But you record that and then speed it up by like 60% or 100%, whatever. And it looks like 60 FPS 4K. That's spooky. Right. It's the power of a video. Uh, hey, Mike, what have you got for the table this week? Okay, so for Mortal Kombat 11, Katana was announced last week. Um, I don't know if you guys play Mortal Kombat, so I don't mm. know if you guys know who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. One nope. of the uh, um, many reasons to play the game. Well, <laughs> well, they uh, revealed her costume, and her costume is pretty, you know... Uh, Modest? Very modest, yes. Mm. And people are complaining because they're saying it's not sexy enough. <laughs> Mike, you and your sexy fighting girls, man. <laughs> I have a problem. I have a serious I problem. <laughs> well, a quick Google search tells me that I agree with him. Oh, Just yeah? Kidding. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, the, people are putting up comparison pictures between Mortal Kombat 10 and Mortal Kombat 11. And are, yeah, I'm, a lot I'm of almost afraid to ask. Are, is anyone giving like advice on how to perhaps make her uh, quote sexier? Not really. They're just complaining. Uh, one guy says she has smaller boobs and her legs aren't bare. Mm. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Valid criticism. Yeah. That's what we should be focusing on, guys. But I, I just don't get it. People complain that, you know, these female fighters dress too sexy. And so you give them a modest outfit and now they're complaining. It's not sexy enough. Like, well, it's a different group of people probably complaining. Yeah, but still, you know. I just I don't like it's tough for me to think because. In a way, I would say you should respect the designer's choice. Right. Yeah. It's what they want. But Mortal Kombat is a story enough franchise where there's probably a feeling of ownership. For, for the fans. Mm, OK. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, oh, I've been play, playing Kitana for literally decades. You're going to change her now. You know. But at the same time, though, are you, you're you're playing Mortal Kombat and like. I mean, yeah, you want to look at the character. I understand that's like part of the appeal, but do you really have to make her 
sexier as she's killing people? I don't know, man. Maybe that's just because I'm, I don't, per- like, at least in fighting games, I don't really look for that kind of stuff. You know, maybe my beach volleyball games are a different story, mm. but. <laughs> right, Peach Beach Blast, that's where I go for that stuff. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I think it's, like, Mortal Kombat is an adult game, but it's adult for not those reasons. It's adult because <laughs> you literally rip the spine off of a human being you know, by grabbing their neck and just pulling it right out like a turnip. Hmm. Yeah, especially these new fatalities are just like disgusting. Sam, can we talk about how every time a new Mortal Kombat game comes out, I kind of question whether I should go to therapy because every time I see a new (laughs) fatality, I'm like, dude, this is so badass. This is so cool. Nah, man. You got, sometimes, like when those games would come out, and I didn't have the cash or time to play them, I would just watch the compilations on YouTube, like all fatalities, like of all characters, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for like two hours, and just watch them all and be like, "Oh my god, you can die like that!" Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I don't think you can die like that, but I, I don't know, man. Game's gonna try. The game's gonna try. <laughs> I mean, in a weird way, even the Injustice games like are really entertaining to watch their finishers. I mean, it's not as bloody, but NetherRealm just does something with their their animations that is just really entertaining to watch. Hmm. Shows how long they've gone from like three D rendered, you know, photos of people, you know, and now it's like groundbreaking. Like, holy shit. That's a spine that's being ripped out of a person's body and being replaced with like a metal or like a statue. I forget what Nick John Cage, Johnny Cage. Yeah, he had one where oh, he like yeah. takes a statue um, and I forget where he puts it on the person's body, but he dismembers them somehow and puts the. Yeah, puts the, the new Kachala they show for him, he turns the opponent into a puppet. Yep. Oh, I nice. think Ed Boone might be a serial killer. Yeah, I, I sometimes worry about Ed Boon's mental health, but he's okay. I like him. He uh, kidnaps his victims and performs these fatalities to see if they work. I must see if they're realistic. <laughs> Especially the ones with like the bloodbender or the time stopper. Oh, Just gotta man. see if they're real. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, Austin, what have you got? Yeah. Um, so I guess this is kind of cool. Um, you guys ever played Dragon's Dogma? Yeah. Yes. So it's coming to to the Switch, and it's having a crossover with another game. Uh, what game? I hope you guys don't know this already. Um, what game would you think? You know, what would crossover with Dragon's Dogma? Well, Ace Attorney. <laughs> All right. Anybody it's the else? only game I've been thinking about for like a week now, so <laughs> I already know the answer, so I'm not gonna answer. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> who thought that crossing it over with No More Heroes was a good idea? Or I mean, like, who thought that that would like? I I don't understand how this works. Japan, I I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what, I read that today, and I was like, no, this is this is an out of season April Fool's joke, and no, it's a real thing. It's it's ridiculous. I don't know why. Like even Another, in Dragon's Dogma, like the 
It does, I don't. I feel like it doesn't even look like him. Like in his sword was just like a regular glowing sword that you get oh, in game. I yeah. was like, I've already had that before. This we need to new. talk about that because the okay. So the crossover in Dragon's Dogma, you get a pawn, uh, which is like your follower um, that's supposed to look like Travis. And as Bren was saying, like it doesn't look anything like him. To me, it doesn't. It's just some dude named Travis Touchdown with some glowy sword, and he may as well just be cosplaying. <laughs> Does he have, have clothes? Does he have voice lines? <laughs> I don't think he does. So what's um, the point? <laughs> I don't know, but I guess the cool thing is you get a crappy graphic T-shirt with Dragon's Dogma on it, and Travis <laughs> strikes again. No more heroes. Yeah, that's and, worth it. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I don't know about that. <laughs> now I have to buy D- Dragon's Dogma just for that. Same. I, you know, I've I've seen many a video of people making very weird pawns from Dragon's Dogma, and it kind of makes me wonder. In a way, is Dragon's Dogma the most ambitious crossover event in all of gaming? Did you, <laughs> oh. You couldn't. Make almost anyone. Shrek. I've seen yeah. that. <laughs> I've, I've seen Fiona too. So I'm just saying, what if Nintendo is just kind of starting the ball rolling by being like, here's Travis, now go make other people. I think you're a genius, Robert. I'm just, if I could get Mario in it, if I could build Mario, I'd do it. You totally oh. can because like you can customize the pawn in the beginning. Like you can change however like you want. So you can totally just you can totally make him Mario. I don't know why I've never thought of doing that. That's hilarious. <laughs> you, you? Can make, you can make you <laughs> Luigi and then have your pawn be Mario. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to do that. As it, yeah. As it was intended. Make yeah. Mario you bitch. <laughs> oh my god. That's and amazing. Then, I'm going to make him a mage and he'll shoot fireball. <laughs> And yes. the dragons are Bowser's. There you go. It writes <laughs> yes. itself. Yes. Perfect. No. Or Yoshi's. Because you can climb on their backs. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Huh. <laughs> oh my god. You know, I, I've never thought about this, but I know Dragon's Dogma's on PC. Is there a budding mod scene for that mm. game? I feel like there has to be. I mean, right. yeah. Gotta be. Game's been out for a while. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm just like y'all, I don't know if you've ever seen the Skyrim PC mod scene, but like <laughs> you, wild, you, you, you could play like anything in Skyrim now. You could be like whatever anime character you want. And I mean that almost <laughs> sincerely. Cause I've seen like Naruto, Luffy, Ichigo, Goku, like it's pretty wild. And it makes me wonder if Dragon's Dogma could ever get to that level. Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> As dragons, it's so good. Okay. Of course. Oh my, what if they modded it into Dragon's Dogma and you have to climb Thomas the Tank Engine? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you just get attacked by Thomas the Tank Engine the first level. Like, what is going on? <laughs> you have to, like, climb its back, stabbing him. Choo-choo! <laughs> Choo choo, motherfucker! Oh lord! <laughs> oh man, that's wild. 
Yeah, but um, I guess the moral of the story is get yourself a shitty graphic t-shirt for Travis. Same. You know, I, I kind of, I'm going to be honest, I forgot a normal No More Heroes game came out on the Switch. Yeah, I was playing it a couple weeks ago. Was it even a mainline entry? Not really. Yeah, I heard it was like a spinoff. Like, I had never yeah. played the originals, and I heard that one was coming to the Switch, and I was like, oh, damn, I can finally play it. And I had heard that it was different somehow. Yeah, it's Isn't more it? of a 2D spinoff than it is anything. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's like a bunch of uh, mini games, kind of. Yeah, essentially. Oh. Yeah. You got WarioWare. So- but you could you can wear a Dragon's Dogma t-shirt in it now. Oh, right. <laughs> worth it. Totally worth it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, no. We can't forget that. Yeah. Uh, what's, but yeah. What's more worth it? The pawn or the t-shirt? The pawn. One billion percent. Yep. Only because it unlocks so many <laughs> possibilities now. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but, but I yeah. mean, that, that t-shirt's stylish. No, I'd bet. Well, I think that should wrap us up for this week's episode of Project Rusty. Uh, hey, Austin, do you want to shout anything out before we wrap up here? Follow me on Twitter at Platysaur, P-L-A-T-Y-S-A-U-R. Peace. Cool. Mike? Yeah, follow me at Zolo567. Um, World End Syndrome's coming out in a couple weeks for PS4 and Switch. I will be doing a review on it, so just a nice little plug. You know, look out for that. Heck yeah. Brandon, do you have anything you want to tell the folks? I hope you have a wonderful day. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. nice. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on everything at Panoptimist, P-I-N-O-P-T-I-M-I-S-T. Um, I don't know. I feel like I always plug that Terrace House podcast I do, but you know, it's, it's a cool thing. I hope you guys check it out if you're into that <laughs> show. It's a lot of fun. Uh, that should do it for this week's, of proje- this week's episode Wow, of Project Rusty. Uh, We'll be back again next week with another one. And until then, see ya. See you later.